Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Social media is like a shop. If you wanted to be a baker, back on the day, you needed to buy a small shop, you know, put your oven inside, start baking bread, and put the bread on display. So people will pass, they see the bread, they are hungry, they walk in, they buy the bread. Social media is the same thing. So your profile is your store. My mortal, I'm Stanley Chi, your host for the Underpaid Podcast. It's a pro-employee podcast na siguradong relatable sa lahat ng nag-opisina o work from home. So subscribe to Underpaid and enjoy the show. Mga immortal, welcome to the Underpaid Podcast. I'm your host, Stanley Chi. Ito ang podcast na pro-employee para sa mga immortal. In this episode, we'll talk about content creation. Paano ka makikita rito? Pwede ba itong pagkakitaan at ano yung mga social media contents or accounts or mga social media platforms na effective na pwede kang kumita bilang isang immortal na empleyado pa sideline sideline or medyo semi influencer okay ngayon ang guest natin ay galing sa dating trainer ng NASA Academy he's the social media consultant and content creator let's all welcome Stefanos Antipas Hello, hello. First of all, Stanley, I'll pretend that I understood everything you said. <laughs> and I will also note saying, oh my God, that's so good. Thank you so much for this warm welcome. I don't know. <laughs> I hope it was a warm welcome. Oh, we call our uh, listeners <laughs> mga immortal. 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 Yeah, like or immortal. immortal. Immortal, yeah. Because they're the oh. people who go to the office whether it's a holiday or it's raining or there's an earthquake, a natural disaster, they still go to work. Absolutely. You know, you cannot run anything without having people, you know, to do the work. So, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. And uh, the immortal or the employees want to have a side hustle, which is content creation. And it's a good thing that you're here because we want to talk about which social media platforms are effective right now and what are the trends in social media. Oh my God, that's such a broad question. And every time, I mean, let's start 
by just saying that this is the most common question I hear from everyone. And I, I bet that everybody want to hear a magic answer, right? In reality, there is no magic answer. There is no magic answer saying that, oh, TikTok is better than Facebook or Facebook will be better if you are doing travel content over prank videos. Um, we can tackle this from many approaches. If you ask me, what is the platform that gives the most money? Do you know the answer to that, Stanley? What platform gives out the more money for ads? The YouTube? more CPM? No, it's actually Snapchat. Snapchat? <laughs> oh, Snapchat's not popular here in the Philippines anymore. Yeah, I mean, in the US, I didn't know it was a thing, but in the US, still the biggest CPM, even you mentioned before uh, NAS Academy. So even NAS Daily, last year, the NAS Summit, he was asked, okay, which platform gives you the most money per click? And he said, Fine, it's Snapchat, not Facebook, not YouTube. <laughs> but that's the point. If you are a Filipino creator and you go on Snapchat, you probably will not be talking to Filipinos. That is only if you decided that your market is in the US and you have a product that the US market is ready to consume. So all platforms have their advantages. But the question is, where is my audience? Where are the people that I want to talk to? For example, you do content in Tagalog. So it's a local, the local language. Most Filipinos are on Facebook. Still, many of the Filipinos are in Facebook and on TikTok. So this should be the platforms of focus. Now, are there not Filipinos on YouTube? Of course there are. Hundreds and thousands of them. <laughs> But it really depends. It really depends on what you want to do. All platforms can work as long as you know what is that that you want to, to give to your audience. And I think this is something that we talked about you know, in our chat as well. It's all about the value that you bring to your audience. It's not so much, I have an idea, I want to make a comedy show, or I want to make um, a travel vlog. What is the best place to put it? That's not the question. The question is, I want to talk to people who are tired. As you said, you're talking to the immortals. So probably an immortal comes back from work and probably they want to just relax a little bit, laugh, you know, um, hear something that is relatable. So that's the question. What can I create so that the immortal will be happy to listen to? And what is the platform that the immortal will be using? Yeah, but um, in order to be able to earn online, do you need to have so many followers? So many um, subscribers. Absolutely not. <laughs> this is the $1 million advice that we're giving here. Absolutely not. So there are two ways to earn money on social media. One way, and this is the mistake most people are doing, is selling your status. Selling your status means that I have 1 million followers. So brands come to me, they give me money. They say, hey, drink this can of Coke and we'll give you money and say how refreshing it is. So this is when you're selling your status. On the other hand, you can sell through social media your expertise. Now, what do I mean by that? Social media is like a shop. If you wanted to be a baker back on the day, you needed to buy a small shop, you know, put your oven inside, start baking bread and put the bread on display. So people will pass, they see the bread, they are hungry, they walk in, they buy the bread. Social media is the same thing. So your profile is your store. So you put and you say, hey, I do gardening. I'm good at gardening. Would you like me to come to your garden and fix the things for you? You can check my rates below. So 
you don't have to have a huge following because the point is not if you're selling your expertise. The point is not to have 1 million followers sending you 100,000 job requests, which you cannot do. It's to have a small niche following and get as much job as needed through this platform. So two completely different things. One way, it's the more passive way, but it's extremely hard to go there, is your status. People pay me money. Facebook ads give me money. YouTube ads give me money. And the other way is to create your channel to show them that, hey, I can do this for you. I can do coaching. I can do gardening. I have these amazing paintings like the ones you have on your background. So if you want to buy this painting, the link of the shop is below. And that's how it is. So absolutely not. No. So right now, there's Instagram Reels, TikTok, and Facebook Reels. Why is it that when I upload on Facebook Reels and Instagram Reels, are a lot of people view the videos more than uh, when I post it on Facebook? It has to do with technology. So um, it's very complicated to discuss this in a 40-minute episode, but every platform. So let's take, as we said, Facebook. Uh, actually, let's take Instagram because I think it's the most easy to understand. The first choice you need to make as a creator is what platform you're going to use. So let's say that you chose Instagram. Instagram gives you five different places to post things. So number one is stories. Then you have reels. Then you have videos. Then you have posts. Then you have carousels. Then you have now, um, I don't know if you are aware, but um, a few weeks ago, they launched um, the community. So you have broadcast communities. So six different things. Each and every one of these six things is serving a different purpose for your channel. And this, by the way, is not something that I say on top of my head. Yesterday, we had a meeting with Hello Shane, and she was telling me that she was um, in a call with Meta because they took notice in her. And what I'm about to tell you is exactly what Meta told her. They told her that different aspects of your platform serve for different purposes. So reels are good for each. So you should be doing reels because that gets people in your channel. Once the people are in your channel, then you need to create a bond with them. What's good with that? Lives. Lives turn these people who were caught. It's like a net. You catch a lot of fish. And now you need to make sure that... I don't think I like to call the people fish. That was a bad example. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you get all the people in. Some people will just follow you and never really bother. That's fine. That is acceptable and it's to be expected. But the people who are going to stay, we need to build a bond. And we build this by doing a live or by giving them a post or by showing aspects of your personal life through a story to better connect with you. So literally, um, when you somebody asks me, Stefanos, why I made a post uh, on Instagram, but I didn't get as many views as in Reels, it's two so different things. It's like you're asking me, Stefanos, why... When I eat cake, it's sweet and tastes nice. And when I take, I eat broccoli, it's not really good. It's like two different things. They serve different purposes. The cake is for dessert and the broccoli is for your main dish. It's like your healthy option. So two different things. Okay. Um, so this is one of the most asked questions. Huh? How do you gain a lot of followers and subscribers right mm. now? Because back then, you just... Um, recommend it you share from other uh, people with uh, more followers than their followers will be your followers uh, right now it's quite difficult even if you, your views are you have a uh, trending views of 1 million you won't get a lot of followers because of that 
do you know why this is happening? It's not yeah. magic. The reason this is happening is that um, back in 2010, people on average would follow, I don't know, six, seven channels on YouTube back then. There wasn't, you know, Facebook was not, uh, that didn't have video back then. Right now, a single person, an average user has TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, follows 50 creators on YouTube. He has 1,000 friends following on Instagram. On TikTok, probably follows another 1,000 people. So, you know, they watch a video, you make a reel, I watch the reel, why shall I follow you again? I mean, you must provide clear value. So it's not that the algorithm changed, is that the people got used to it. Back on the day, it wasn't common. So if I were to come to you in 2015 and say, Stanley, can you please follow me on Instagram? I made an Instagram account. Probably you would say yes. But right now, it's not the same because everybody has 50 different Instagram accounts. Your best friend might have one Instagram account for themselves, one for their work, one for their dog, and one for their personal message. And I'm like, oh, damn it, I cannot do that. Uh, so... In order to get followers, it all boils down to the value. And I, again, in this podcast, we're going very surface, very much on the surface, because I, I guess the next question is, how do we bring value? Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a whole discussion. And you know, Stanley, you know, being part of the successful content creator, you know that this is research that you need to be doing for at least a month, asking your target audience questions. Um, sitting on the drawing board, designing, and when you have everything ready, you identify that this is the value that I want to bring in the audience. So every time a person does not follow you, you get viral, you go 1 million views, and you don't see followers. Well, that means that the video is good, but there is it's not clear why somebody would want to watch your next video. Okay, so it, you have to create an identity. Now, if, if I follow you, you're known for these types of videos. And if I'm looking for these types of videos, you should be consistent. Exactly. And not only a one-time thing. Yeah, let me give you an example. I mean, how many times has a friend sent you on Messenger, on Facebook Messenger, a video and said, haha, Stanley, have a look at that? Many times. How many times have you actually followed that channel? Yeah, I never followed any of those. <laughs> exactly. So that means a good video. Somebody made a good video. I share it with people because it relates. I don't know. It might be a cat video. So it's very cute. Or it might be an amazing motivational quote that we were discussing last week and it reminded me of you. So you get the value. You get, you know, the giggle from the kitten or, ah, yeah, motivation. But then there is no need for you to go and say, I like this channel. Let me follow it because now I want to be getting all the content they're doing automatically. Okay. So is it possible that you focus on one social media platform instead of Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube? You just focus on, for example, you focus on TikTok or just Facebook. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Let me ask you something. You know business, Stanley. Your, your business ideas are crazy. Every time I sit with you, I'm like, how do you have so many business ideas? <laughs> what do you think is better for a business? Focus on one thing, on one product, or do a little bit of everything? Uh, one thing on one product. You focus on one product, and then all your ideas will be focused on that. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. Um, if it's no trouble to upload on other platforms, then go ahead. I mean, I would never say don't do it. That's not the point. 
But I have many of my students coming and telling me that Stefanos, I'm burning out. Why? Because I make a video for Instagram, let's say an Instagram reel. And then I need two more hours to repurpose it for YouTube and for TikTok. And it's tiring. And I need to do the meta tags and I need to find the hashtags. And okay, so if it's tiring, stop doing it. If it's easy, as easy as I'm spending five more minutes and I just ah, I just throw it on TikTok, do it. More chances to for you. Yeah. But focus on one thing, definitely. And once you make it big and you have a flawless system and you are satisfied with the results, in a small parenthesis here, when we say results, well, you need to know what you're going for because you're not just going for followers. You might be going for a certain amount of passive income or a certain amount of business calls um, through that, through your account. So parenthesis closed. So when you see the results, then you start considering, let me do some research and put some more energy on other channels. So is it okay that um, if you do a video on TikTok, you repurpose it on Facebook Reels and Instagram Reels? You use the same video. As long as you repurpose it, um, and repurpose might mean, first of all, make sure that you upload the music of each individual platform. Don't take the video from TikTok as it is and just throw it on YouTube Shorts, for example, because you don't know if there might be a copyright. And also, you don't want to have the watermarks. You don't know how to have the TikTok watermark on uh, YouTube. So a technique that I use is that I create my short video without music. Then I will upload it on each individual platform. I will take the music from that individual platform. But if I wanted to be 100% correct, I'd have to change the fonts as well the text, because I, I don't know if you noticed, Stanley, but each platform has different visual identity. So even though it might be the same thing, like me talking and we drop some text underneath, the TikTok visual identity and the, and the Instagram visual identity are a little bit different. So the, these things take time. That's the reason why a lot of people are burned out because they're the ones doing it all by themselves. Well, Absolutely. while some some creators, they have their own video editors, they have their own writers, people who will shoot the videos and uh, their own team. But for people who are just starting out, mm -hmm. uh, those employees who want to have a passive income or a, a side hustle, they will have to do it all by themselves. What's your advice for them if they want to create content? And uh, what are the content that should they should do aside from being relatable, consistent, and maybe entertaining or informative? These are very broad concepts, and I don't really like to do that because, I don't know, I would feel horrible, and I felt horrible when I was going and I was asking back on the day, why is it not working? I say, yeah, it's not relatable. And I'm like, what does it mean? What am I doing wrong? <laughs> so I hate these words because they're so abstract. Be consistent, be relatable. So I'm going to tell you step-by-step step what you should be doing. Step-by-step, step, actionable steps. So the first thing has to do with organization. It doesn't have to do with videos. It has to do with organization. So you need to decide how much time you have. And that's all. If you have your full-time work and you have your weekend, well, yeah, but probably you have your family. Yeah. So how much time do you realistically have? And it's fine. Right now, Stanley, after, of course, after years... I am able to produce my videos in three hours. In three hours, I have my weekly video and it's done. But it comes from programming and organizing. So if you have three hours, it will be enough. 
If you have two hours, okay, let's see what we can do with two. So first of all, you realistically state how many hours you have. Then you try to figure out why you want to make videos in the first place. I mean, if you want to make it big, then I would challenge you to think it as a part-time job. So the same way that you might have a part-time job in Jollibee, and you would have to go there, even though you are tired and serve the people, you need to start treating it like this. I'm not in favor of that attitude because it will cause burnout, but you need to understand if you really want to quit your full-time job and become a full-time content creator, the same way that you would take a part-time job and you will be there regardless, the same way you, you need to be there. Now, if you don't want to be so strict, and I advise you, especially at the beginning, to not be so strict with yourself, first allocate the time, then figure out what you want to do, what, what makes you happy, honestly. And then ask yourselves, why would anyone want to see that video? That's a tough question. And this is where many people fail, because usually people are inside their heads. And I'm thinking, oh, I want to make a comedy show and I think it would be very funny if I dress up like this and I say that. But then the question is, why would anybody watch? And here you will need a good chunk of self-awareness, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because sometimes, I mean, you know, we believe we're funny or we believe this is interesting or we believe this is motivational. But the next question is, if this is motivational, why would somebody watch me over the most famous motivational speaker on Facebook? And there is an answer to that. So that takes us to the third step. How do we answer that question? Well, after you decide that you what you want to do and you know how many hours you have, it's time to see what makes you different. And I'll give you an example. Um, when I started YouTube back in 2014, I think, I started my first channel with the team as part of my university association of exchange students. So I was able to secure some funding and we had some people who were into making videos. So I was the production manager, I was the presenter, and I was creating the strategy. So that was the first thing. I learned a few things. I picked up a few things over there. Then when this was over, with the knowledge that I had, I said, all right, I want to make my own talking head YouTube channel. Talking head is information, entertainment with comedy. But talking head, just a camera, green screen. I was talking, some pictures were popping, and I was explaining what we were seeing. What made me unique in Greece back then was that there were no more talk, there were not many talking head channels. It was unique. It was very common in the English-speaking market, but not in Greece. So that gave me an edge. And in three months, in three months, I was being recognized in the street. I was invited um, in events. It was a very good time. I was able to go into the biggest comedy production uh, um, website, and they were posting my videos there. It was very good. So it also, what makes you different? You might find something that is being done in English, but maybe not in Tagalog. That's enough. That makes you different. Or you might find a lot of motivational speakers, but nobody is doing it with comedy. Or you might do this, but you know nobody has pets around. It can be something as simple as that. So that's how you figure out what makes you different. And when you figure that out, 
Then we go to the final step, which is how in the time that I said that I can allocate these three hours, how can I make this happen? And this is where you should start giving up on things because all of us, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, Stanley, (laughs) I bet you would love to have two people filming you, one person setting up while the other person filming you, one person to edit, one person to help you with the script writing, one person to call you and say, hey, you know, we have these sponsors. Are you interested, Stanley? And this will be (laughs) paradise. I mean, this is paradise, but this is not reality. So then you need to start giving up on things. If you want to have a huge production, but you don't have the money to rent a studio or you don't have the time to set it up because you said three hours, but to set up the studio, you need two hours. So that's not going to happen. You need to start giving up on things and asking yourself, all right, I'm here for the value. The value can be given in a huge studio with five cameras, but the value might be able to be given on my couch with my phone like that. Not even um, a stand. You don't even need a tripod. Just holding it and present it. And you will see that people will start coming in. And then you'll start collecting feedback. The feedback you're going to be getting is going to give you the motivation and the inspiration to go to the next level. Okay. How do you handle your haters, your bashers? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe do you have uh, do you have haters in Greece? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, of what course. do they usually say? Oof. The thing is that I was tackling with controversial topics. So especially when I touched history, and I was trying to explain that in Greece there was a part of history that until the 90s it was taught in school and it was debunked. Um, a, a very important part of history of how the revolution against the Ottoman Empire started. So, you know, I made videos about it and I was talking about, hey, this was propaganda and now the history has changed. So please be more, you know, I, I was trying to educate them in the what what's the newer version of the history. Of course, history is history. You know, it, it might be yeah. debunked again. You know, we were never there. So the people who were very hot on that, who were very fixated because that history suits us. It was better. It was more glorious. Nothing different. It's not that the other is bad. It's just that it was more glorious. Yeah, of course, they hated me for that. They were telling me that I'm a traitor, that I hate my country, that if they find me, you know, they're going to kill me. You know, I got quite a bit of hate. Because again, you cannot touch things that people are very proud of. So religion, um, football teams, nation, family. This is very, very, very hard to tackle. So what do you do in these kind of situations? There is, I've made a whole training because there are three different things that you should do. Again, so without jumping into too much detail, I will say that first of all, when you receive hate, you should do nothing, do not respond, nothing. Even on Twitter, when you get like a tweet with your name tagged and says, hey, why don't you reply? You know, this is happening. (laughs) You don't have to reply. What the hell? Somebody coming in your door and knocking, you don't have to reply. So leave it. Why? Because I was in the toilet. I was busy. I was sleeping. I was in a business meeting. I will not reply. So don't reply. My advice is let everything die down for 24 hours. Secondly, after you calm down, see if there is any constructive criticism on that. Usually haters are people who don't know better, who don't know any better. They don't have a nice way to tell you that they disagree. So there might be some value for you. And I advise you, you have a look at this value. And thirdly, don't engage into this kind of discussions. Do not. 
there is a way to use the hates to your advantage and it works especially well on Facebook, especially yeah. well on Facebook, because you can, if everybody says, oh, Stanley, we don't like your glasses. By the way, I love your glasses. <laughs> so, and you have 50 comments saying that. What you will do is this. You find the one comment that is a little bit more constructive. So the person who is giving you the hate in a more constructive way. And you explain to them, hello, Stefanos, I have, that's why I don't wear, I wear glasses like that. Ha ha ha. I think it's very funny. Agree to disagree. And then you can go to the rest of the comments and just point them and say, yeah, I addressed it on the first comment. So you bump up the constructive hate comment on top. So when a new viewer comes in, they're not getting drawn into this, into this cyclone of hate. They just see the first comment, which there is, uh, which is resolved. They might laugh and they stop there. But if somebody comes into your channel and they see, I hate you, I hate you, you know, you suck, I hate you, then they are drawn psychologically into this yeah. and they might create an opinion. But that way, you take the one constructive comment, you bump it on top, and they see, and people will see that you're not afraid of criticism. You create oh. a new narrative. You use it to your advantage. Oh. What I did back then was um, with the uh, hateful comments, I did a video called uh, Stanley She Reads Mean Comments. <laughs> and I made it a content and I laughed at the at the hateful comments. And I replied I you so. uh, in a yeah. sarcastic way. So I did that at the end of the video on YouTube before. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, effective because when I started <clears throat> reading those mean hate comments, uh, no one posted any hate comment anymore. <laughs> Because they yeah. know that they'll use it as material. That's it. That's brilliant, actually. You created more comments, so even more value. Every mishap in life is an opportunity. Actually, yeah. I think you handled this amazingly well. That's very funny. <laughs> so um, but, is it required to answer or to reply to the comments on the in the comment section of Facebook or YouTube or TikTok, not Instagram? Really. Uh, not really. Because they're saying that it adds <clears throat> engagement to the post. So not really, and I'm saying not really because your emotional sanity is more important than getting another hundred followers. I mean, if it's too painful, ignore it. I know easier said than done. And to be honest, I've met, I think only a couple of creators who tell me, Stephanos, I don't read comments. I have my assistant, they read the comments and they tell me only the ones I need to respond. The rest, I don't read them because I cannot handle it. And kudos to them. That's a very mature approach. I cannot do it. I wish I could. So um, if there is no need, why throw oil in fire? I mean, uh, the whole reason J.K. Rowling has all these issues right now is because she responded. Has she not responded? I don't know how many people are familiar, but she made some comments about the LGBTQ community. And then um, there was backlash and she responded. That was throwing oil in the fire. And after that, her career, her fame, everything is going um, is not going well lately. So you don't have to be picked up, you know, and, and start this fight. People forget; they will oh. forget. If it's a very important issue and you need to address it, I'd say not respond in the comments. Just say, "I make a video to address this." Thank you. That's oh. it. That's your response. You watch the next video that I'll be doing. I'll respond in it. Okay. Bingo. So. Let's talk about the successful content creator. What's this all about? 
So it all started um, more than a year ago. Um, as you said, I was working with the NASA Academy, and this is how we get to know each other as well. Yeah. So I was working in the NASA Academy, and I had thousands of students. I was one. I was lucky enough to be one of the first trainers that they um, that they got back in. Uh, it was 2020 or 21, 2020, and. After that, I jumped in as many classes as I could because I love teaching. That was what I was doing in my background presentation. So as time went on, I've seen every type of creator. I've seen people who jumped in content creation during the pandemic for fun because they always wanted to do it and now they had time. I see people who want to quit their full-time jobs. I've seen people who want this as a side hustle, as a way to generate money. And I've seen Business people who said, I don't care what I make as long as I have more sales. So tell me what to make to get more sales. So non-artistic at all, straight up business. And then I start realizing that there were some patterns, right? There were some umbrella patterns, some problems that they were common. At some point in the NASA Academy, I was working in curriculum development. So I had the chance to talk with people like Ming Wei, uh, Liron Segev, I talked with uh, All Smile Squad, I developed for Smile Squad uh, their program. So I was working with big creators, the people who have already made it, of course, Project Nightfall. And I saw that even these people had same problems. And I was like, wait a minute, why are we tackling individual problems? Why are we tackling how to hold your camera, how to edit, what's how to get famous? These are very abstract. And as I said, I hated it when people told me yeah. you're not relatable enough. And I say, be more consistent. How more consistent? I'm burning out. I'm not sleeping. What more consistency do you want? <laughs> so this is frustrating. So I started doing research and I spent like seven months asking people questions, asking creators of different caliber questions about their goals and their frustrations and problems. And I developed a program called the Successful Content Creator which solves these problems. And I'm going to tell you exactly right now what I think is the biggest problem of the creators. There are two types of creators. There are the creators who are lacking money. They don't have enough, so they cannot have an editor. And so they're willing to spend more time. And there are the creators who are lacking time. I have money. I have an assistant, but I'm confused because I'm running behind projects, deadlines, and everything. I... The successful content creator starts with the word success, right? And now people are going to ask, what is success? Well, success is an individual thing. Again, as I said, business people who want to promote their business, people who want to quit their full-time job, or people who want to have fun. So depending on your success, you set up a new path. And that's what has been missing. Every single training that I did, and I did a lot of trainings, not only in the NASA Academy, but I was also buying trainings from other courses. I took um, Tim Smoyer's training. I've taken courses by Vanessa Lau. I took from Coach Stone for TikTok. This is YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I've taken every single course in the book to educate myself and to be sure that I know what I'm offering and how my offer is different, right? All of this focus mainly on growth, but they don't focus on life. They do not focus on life. And this is the thing. I want to make sure that when you embark on a journey in social media, that you know what is your success, that you know where you're going for. Because not everybody's going for 1 million followers. Sometimes people are going for $3,000 passive income. That doesn't have to be with 3 million, with 1 million followers, right? 
So the successful content creator is a framework that I've seen it work in any platform, in any caliber. I'm doing it myself. And actually, I'm one of the successful content creators. And I had to stop making videos for more than a year because I needed to focus more on the business aspect from what I've learned from content creation. And that's how this program came to be. So it's a framework that helps people who want social media to be part of their lives. Do you have a goal? You want social media to work for you? Right. Let's do it. I'm going to tell you how to organize your time. I'm going to tell you how to hire. I'm going to tell you how to get feedback to see what's working, what's not. There are no um, tests. You know, There's no luck in this program. Everything is calculated experiment. No luck. And you're going to have a community to support you throughout the way. And as you know, I mean, you are part of it. You see that yeah. we're posting all every week. We're having live sessions all the time. So nothing is left unchecked. So that's and, uh, the program. And they can ask questions to you uh, 24-7 through Absolutely. the, uh, the um, Facebook community, uh, mm -hmm. the successful content creator. I, I enjoy answering the questions. What do you want? A thousand followers or a thousand dollars? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are the tough questions because then, you know, you get into thinking that, oh, wait a minute. All my life I've been screaming, I want to grow on Facebook. but uh, what will I do if I have a thousand followers? And I'm like, exactly. So why are you on social media in the first place? That's the first question you need to answer. And in the successful content creator, though it's a content creation course, 60% of the course that you will, uh, that you will be taught does not, has nothing to do with video. It's all about researching audience, about researching yourself. That's why it's quite revolutionary. I haven't seen much of that. Uh, so, um, if you're a newbie content creator, is it okay to enroll in the successful content creator or you should be uh, um, doing content creation for a long time already? Um, it's better if you have some experience. So basically we're targeting mid-tier, but what is mid-tier? Mid-tier means that I'm, I'm not going to teach you basic stuff. Of course, we're always going to tell you, hey, how about you do um, you move your lights a little bit or how about you shoot at 60 frames per second for this type of video? But the focus here is that you have made as a, a mature decision. You decided that you want to allocate time for your social media presence. Then it's the right moment to become the successful content creator. And it's different to people who are just, you know, doing it sporadically. They are not sure because, you know, it's an investment. It's a time investment to be part of this program. There's a lot of work. There is a money investment. But you will have an amazing community of people to help you every single week. What I say is like, this is the Google of content creation. I don't want you to Google things. I am your Google. I am your Google and I am your emotional support as well. When you get hate, you come to us immediately, immediately. Yeah. I'm upset today. I posted a video. It didn't go well. I don't know what to do. You come to us. And the best thing is that we elevate your business. So we're focusing on the business aspect of things. And again, I'm going to use Shane as an example. Um, yesterday we we're talking and she was thinking if she needs to hire an extra creator, Shane has uh, right now, when she came to me, she had 150,000 create followers in two months, we went to 300. She was able to hire two people full time. And she also built her own community. So yesterday she was thinking that she needs an extra help, hire a third person. So we sat down and we dissected this. She doesn't need that. 
She just needs to organize her work with the community and with her assistant a little bit differently. So it's this kind of value that we bring in the successful content creator amongst ourselves because people have done the work. I mean, you're so successful, Stanley. You have your channel, you have your shows, you have your podcast. And the thing that I love the most about Stanley is your clothes brand. This is insane. Your 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 t-shirts. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> insane. My friends, I, he, Stanley gave me, I have like the underpaid t-shirt and I'm wearing it left and right. The first thing that happens when I enter a room, they point and I'm like, ha ha, that's me. Me. That's brilliant. And then they ask me, where do you get that? And I'm telling them about Stanley. So you have so many business ideas and all these things can generate income and you don't have to have 100K followers. What I'm saying is that if you follow this program in three months, which is the safe bet, you will have made your investment back and you will start from that point onwards is just growing your business. That's that. So you don't need a lot of followers. You just need to um, know how to earn money using exactly. your uh, social media. And it may be through brand deals. Maybe you have 5,000 TikTok followers or 10,000 TikTok followers. And then not necessarily in the on uh, YouTube or from the YouTube no. ads or not necessarily. You can no. get brand deals. You can sell shirts or items or maybe a merchandise on your website. Or maybe a consultation. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's the thing. You don't have to know it. We'll figure it out together. We will figure it out together. What's the best product? Because it's easy. Right now, it's easy for everyone to have a t-shirt or mugs. But the Stanley Chi effect of underpaid, I've only seen with Stanley Chi, people <laughs> pointing at that t-shirt. So we need to make sure that when we are making a product or when we're making a service, People will do will react the same way that people react to the underpaid T-shirt. Okay, that's nice. Uh, Stefanos, please invite the listeners, the immortal, to follow you on social media and maybe if they're interested, join the successful content creator. Yeah, of course. So what we will do is you can follow me on Instagram. So Stefanos Andibas is the name. You can find me on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Please, I answer every single message there is not a single message left unanswered for more than 24 hours so send me a message tell me that you find me through stanley i'm very happy to send you a free guide i have a guide which i explain to people how i went from zero dollars to more than fifty thousand with 700 followers that's my story that's my life story i was five years ago i had very little followers and no money. I wasn't generating anything. And I was able to generate more than $50,000 um, by leveraging, as I said, all the different aspects of content creation. So I created a guide. I'm going to hand it over for free to all of you. Just drop me a message. And if you want to discuss further and jump on the discovery call and see if I can help you, if you need help with content creation, then we can do this as well. And I'm happy to do a 10% discount to all the people who will reach out through Stanley. Oh, so he's your Google. He's Stefan knows. <laughs> Stefan knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much, Stefanos Antipas. Thank you for sharing your time with the immortals, with our listeners. Okay. The Underpaid Podcast is produced by Podcast Network Asia, and we have episodes every Mondays and Thursdays. Follow us on social media. Kung hindi pa kayo nakafollow sa Spotify, mag-like na kayo ron. I-click nyo na yung subscribe button. Mag-comment kayo pa nung 
mga topics na gusto niyong pag-usapan namin at syempre i-follow niyo rin ako sa social media accounts kompleto ako niyan i-google niyo lang ako okay so there you have it guys for Mr. Stefanos Antipas I'm your host Stanley Chi and this is The Underpaid Podcast have a good day thank you and that's another episode of Underpaid with Stanley Chi hit that follow button to get updated with our new episodes Follow us at our socials at The Underpaid Podcast. Kita-kits, mga immortal. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.